how do you pay your sales reps? Well, that's the topic that we are covering today in episode number 122 of Sales Team Rescue. Now, stay tuned to figure out whether your company is best set up to pay purely base salary, base plus commission, or the ultimate commission only. Hit the music. I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 122 of Sales Team Rescue. I'm your host, Jeremy DeMerchant, and today I want to talk about hiring and specifically how the type of compensation plan for a sales rep may or may not impact the results. So um, the reason I'm bringing this up is because one of my teams that I'm running right now is growing. And that particular team is a commission-only team. And I've had a lot of different experiences with teams uh, with a lot of different comp plans. So there's been some that have been just salary. Um, I don't love those because there's less incentive to sell. There's been some that have a base salary plus commission. Those often can give you the best balance, um, attract people that are... Uh, moderate performers and do give that little bit of extra um, kind of incentive to push the envelope. And then there's a third kind, which is commission only. And a lot of people have very strong feelings about a commission only sales role. And I'll tell you from experience, sometimes it's kind of tough. Um, I've been in scenarios where I've jumped in commission only sales roles and I'll tell you, it's just like running your own business like I do. And the the real challenge though is that you tend to have less control or you may feel like you have less control in a commission-only sales role than you would if you were running your own business. And in that scenario, you want to make sure that you grab a hold of everything you can to get as much control as you can because you are truly, okay, when you're in commission-only sales role, you're truly running your own business. You've got this little box that is your desk if you're working remote or if you're in person, face-to-face, going door-to-door, um, your little box comes with you, essentially. And you've got to figure out how to run your sales process as a business. And you do need to align with the requirements of the company and things like that. But there is an advantage. So if I was to compare commission-only sales to running your own business, you don't have to be everybody when you're a commission-only sales rep. If you're to truly go off and run your own business, um, you've got to handle a pile of things where being a commission-only sales rep gives you the ability to have maximum ability to generate income and zero requirement, typically, to participate in the delivery. Now think about this. So if you're, if you're listening to this now um, and you're a sales rep, this probably isn't going to land as quickly for you. But if you're a business owner, this is going to hit home. If you've got a commission only sales rep and you let them 
they're like all they're responsible for doing is closing the sale. They don't have to touch the they don't have to touch the delivery or anything like that. Think about how much of your time and energy and resources, yours or your company's as a business owner, is spent in delivery. A lot, probably. So when you've got the opportunity to have a commission only sales rep, what you end up doing is giving them the best business opportunity ever. Okay, and I've been in situations where I get to sell and don't need to deliver. And I'm going to tell you, I love it. And not to say that I don't want to make sure it's delivered well, because I absolutely do. In fact, I won't work with a client um, or a team that you know doesn't have the ability on the back end to deliver. Because then what am I selling, right? You need to be able to believe in what you're selling. But having a commission-only sales rep Give somebody, especially if they've got an entrepreneurial spirit, entrepreneurial spirit, let's pretend I can speak today, and sets them in, I won't say the easiest role by any means, but truly one of the simplest roles in business. Okay, it's, it's challenging work. It's not for everybody. But being a sales rep is very clear stack of tasks okay your your the process that you need to do is very clear you need to go depending on the role itself um, you might need to go and generate your own leads you might need to um, you know be the one to jump on the sales calls and you may need to close them you might even need to be part of a handoff but after that you don't have to worry about it and maybe just maybe if you're a commission only sales rep on a product that has a recurring fee, maybe a monthly fee, then there's a good chance that commission you get month after month after month on something that you only had to sell once. Now that that's the kind of language that I like to speak, but I want to back up because when I started this episode, I said that I would explain how the type of comp plan or the expectations of the type of comp plan can impact how a sales rep does. So Truthfully, it doesn't matter whether someone's straight base salary, base plus commission or commission only, as long as it's clear. The times that I've seen the most challenge onboarding a sales rep is when the expectation wasn't set right from the start. When somebody said, um, hey, come on in, essentially, you're going to get rich. And people came in thinking that, you know, the the seas would part and you know, unicorns would come out of the air. And like, you know, those unex unrealistic expectations are the things that kill a lot of great experiences, right? Um, if you, if you pitch somebody on being a sales rep in your company and you mislead them to the level of opportunity that there is now, I'm okay with you being optimistic and giving them, you know, better case scenarios, but also let them know that's what you're doing. Because this is exactly what happens, and I'm going to really <laughs> go from left field here. If you've had any experience in network marketing, where you're a business owner, but your job is to recruit and get more people involved. People rarely are brought on. Now, I'm stereotyping a bit. Don't give me too hard, much of a hard time in the comments here. But a lot of times in network marketing, like the reason why it's gotten a bad rap is because people don't set the proper expectations. I love network marketing. I love the idea that somebody, no matter what their background is, 
no matter what their history is, no matter what their education level is, can go out fairly inexpensively and get involved in a business and grow it. That's great. It's also what I love about sales. Somebody that can come in and if you're willing to learn, if you're willing to connect with people, if you're willing to be coachable, um, again, this is the same with network marketing, then you can do very, very well no matter what your background is. And this is why you see in both sales success stories, um, network marketing success stories, and really any success stories, is when there was a, a hard time in the past, you know, the hero's journey. The hero was on this path and finally something happened to get them to rock bottom. And that was the moment when they realized or they decided, et cetera, and so on. And then they go on and you know, take over the world. We have the ability to do that for every single one of our sales reps. We don't know what their past has been. or Maybe we do because we've seen a resume and had a conversation with them. We probably don't know the whole past. But I encourage you to try to design your sales recruitment process as the second part of that hero's journey. What can you provide and how can you present your opportunity so that your sales rep can mosey off into the sunset at the end of the day, can have this amazing experience, can live happily ever after, whatever, you know, whatever saying you want to use. But what can you do? Well, first, you need to set the proper expectation. Okay? You don't want to bring people on, whether it's spoken or unspoken, with the misunderstanding about the, the difficulty of the work, um, what the likelihood of success is going to be and how soon they can expect that. You don't want to mess with that. Don't mess with someone's livelihood. Okay. So it ultimately doesn't matter which pain model you use as long as the expectations are set. However... There are certain roles that tend to work better with different payment models or comp plans. So if you have somebody whose role is to be purely hunter, to go out, generate leads, follow them through and close on the sale, then depending on the sales cycle. Now, if you've got a really great lead generation process down, and so you can train that person how to do it and they can repeat it over and over and over again. And either one, they've got enough ramp up time that, you know, if it does take a week or two or three to get that machine going and maybe the sales cycle is two or three or four weeks, right? If they're okay with that, they've got that wiggle room. You can absolutely do this on a commission only basis. If the sales cycle is really long, and you want, and this is all psychology, okay? If you want to make sure that you have big wins or your sales reps have big wins from the start, think about how you can structure it. Is there some way that you can give them an added percentage? So let's just say they're, they're commission only, but, and you don't tell them, but for their first deal, you're going to give them a higher percentage than actually what the contract says as a, Hey, congratulations, it's your first deal. And maybe you do that because you know that if they get the win, they get a taste of it, it's going to create momentum and they'll keep going. That makes sense. Or maybe you've got someone who is a base plus commission. Um, they're still responsible for generating the leads. That And the challenge that you come up with is this. You need to have 
a better training program in place. Now, I'm going to get some pushback from this probably, but hear me out. You need to have a better training program in place to be able to afford someone that's base plus commission. Because from day one, you're pulling money out of your company's pocket to pay this person. So you need to get your butt in gear and get them trained as fast as possible so they can create you money. I like this because it makes the company have some level of accountability, right? I, when I work for a company, and I don't know if I've formally worked for a company for a long, long time, but when I've worked for, for big companies, I want them to have some skin in the game. I want them to invest something in me. I'm a less of a fan. Now, different roles, different um, levels of experience required for different roles. You know, there's exceptions to everything I'm, I'm saying, unfortunately. But as a general rule, when I see a role that's commission only, and like I said, I'm running one of my teams right now that's growing is commission only. But when I see that, there's here's my concern. My concern is that the company has very minimal uh, downside if it doesn't work out with the sales rep. Now, as a business owner, you might really like that. And I hear this all the time. Hey, I want to bring a sales rep in. Hey, we can give them 10% commission. They're going to close like crazy and I can just let them do their thing. But what happens is they end up not being able to do their thing. They're not clear on different parts of your sales process. Your training isn't great. And they can't hit the ground running. And the worst thing about commission only is that leadership can sometimes get disconnected. Now, not always, but sometimes can get disconnected and they just say, Hey, how come the team's not doing what they're doing? But it's not as big of an issue to fix because there's very minimal expenditure to the company when someone's not performing. Okay. So I want to see the company somehow invested. Now, the, one of the teams that I'm running right now, one of the nice things is that they do have plenty of training tools. Um, one of them specifically around some of the cold outreach um, that can be done to generate these appointments to close these sales. Um, others around um, helping the team members take whatever courses they want, essentially, and have all or most of it covered by the company. Now, there's some exceptions. And, um, but that shows that the company is willing to invest in the people. So that's a scenario where I'm less concerned in a commission-only environment. But psychologically for the rep, this is what I want you to consider. Most, not all, but most sales reps, their primary goal is to get to a specific level of income. And if you can show them the path to get there with your comp plan, then they know exactly what they have to do. They know exactly how quickly they have to do it. And they're going to be able to ask you for more specific support as they do it. If you can't show them that path, you go, mm, I don't know. Yeah, you can probably hit insert number here. Like um, I've talked, I think, in a long, long time ago in a previous episode, about a 10K comp plan. Most commission-only sales reps just want to see what the path is. How do I get to $10,000 a month? That's 120 grand a year. Feels good. Nice round number for the monthly number. And it feels like you've accomplished something. Can you draw them a path to 10K months? Is it a reasonable path? If you can do it, then 
you got the target set, you give them the tools, and you help them along the way. And if they got what it takes, you're off to the races. If not, and they struggle, here's the thing. You now have the ability to help motivate them, inspire them, nudge them along, because you figure out what their goal is, whether it's a dollar amount or, or the why behind that dollar amount. So make sure you've got some level of an investment in your team as a, as a business owner. Don't put yourself in a spot where you're completely disconnected. You bring on some uh, sales rep and they say, hey, they're going to be awesome. Because guess what? All sales reps say they're awesome because they're sales reps. Their job is to sell themselves, right? Not everybody can follow through. And, not, and some people are great in different situations. Some people are great when they're given leads. They're just killer closers. Some people are great hunting. They're great for appointment setting. Some people are great on the account management side, building that relationship over and over again. There's many different roles within the sales spectrum. And so you want to be very clear what the role is and how you're going to pay them. And here's another piece that I'll mention. If the role does um, impacts things in the company that are not always directly related to generating revenue. So maybe, for example, you've got, um, maybe there's like a customer success manager, as an example, someone who kind of does that transition between the sales team and the uh, delivery. Well, that person might not have an immediate direct connection to revenue, but they might technically fall under sales because you want to have good sales skills if you're I'm going to be interacting with a client or the representative on an ongoing basis. A role like that, you want to be able to design it so that there is some incentive. Figure out a way to have a target so so these people can you know increase their their income. But a role like that, you want to have a base. So think about. I'm sorry, I feel like I've been all over the place with this uh, this episode because so many things come to mind when I get talking about these comp plans, and I just want to put you in a place of success. So if you are a sales rep listening to this or watching this, here's what I want you to know. You can be successful in any business model or compensation plan model, if you will, as long as you're one, you're aware of what it is. Okay. So no surprises. Get really clear. Ask lots of questions about the comp plan. Two, have realistic expectations of how long it'll take you to achieve certain goals. Um, and three, truly understand what your cap is. Um, there's many different structures in in comp plans depending on the product like if you've got a very standardized product i love having a tiered comp plan so you sell four you get x number per unit if you hit five in a month you sell five in a month then um, each unit becomes worth a little bit more that you sold giving that incentive to go higher and higher and higher volume wise if you're in a position where you uh, don't have as simplified of a sales process. Maybe you've got, you know, doing services, things like that. It's not such an ideal option. And so maybe it's just a flat commission based on the sale amount. Uh, most companies that I've seen, if it varies, they'll just pick the dollar amount, or not the dollar, the percentage amount of the sale. And that's what goes to the, to the sales rep. And to get super complicated, because that's how everybody wants a podcast episode to go, right? Uh, you might have a scenario where if 
your sales, if you as a sales rep partner up with someone else, and maybe somebody generates a lead and someone else closes the sale, they split the commission. So there's lots of options here. There's no right or wrong. Here's what I want you to think about. For you as the business owner, if you're a business owner, think about this. Just make sure you've got some kind of vested interest in your team's success so that you have a reason to help them get better. Don't put yourself out in a place where you're setting some new rep off to you know, go fend for themselves in amongst the wild and you don't have the, or don't have the ability to give them the resources that they need to succeed. Okay, so I don't care whether it's base, place plus commission or completely commission, but just don't leave your sales reps out there to fend for themselves completely. Yes, they should be sales professionals. Yes, yada, yada, yada. The expectation has to be set, but make sure you've got something, some kind of vested interest in their success beyond just you make money when they make money, but have some skin in the game at some level. Okay. For you as the sales rep, no matter what comp plan you choose, as long as there's a clear path to your goal. So again, I'll mention the idea of a 10K comp plan. How do I get $10,000 a month in sales? As long as you can map that out very clearly. And maybe there's different ways, right? Like maybe there's different product lines, um, different types of services. Some are recurring, some are one-time fees, whatever. That's fine. You don't have to have every, um, you know, we're not playing code breaker here. We have to figure out every potential solution. But as long as you understand that, hey, if I sell uh, 10 of these, I get $10,000 a month as an example, or five of these and two of these, you know? As long as you have that path mapped out, then you can feel confident in it. And again, ask all the questions that you possibly can uh, before you come on board so that it's it's transparent, okay? This is the key pieces. So again, as the business owner, be vested. Be invested. Be vested in the success of your rep. And just make sure that you're there to be on their team, not just with intention, but actual execution. And as a sales rep, when you show up, Whatever the comp plan is, there's no right or wrong. But just be clear of how you're going to go and achieve your goal based on what's available to you. Learn that comp plan inside and out because that's what's going to motivate you when time gets get tough. If you know, hey, I just need two more sales to get to that next level of goal that I have. That's going to be very, very motivating. So keep that in mind. And the other piece is this. As a sales rep, know yourself. Most sales reps, let me rephrase this, most good sales reps, not all, but most good sales reps will not perform their best under a pure base salary condition. Because although they can show up every day and they can do a good job, they're not incentivized to do their best work. And not that they consciously will perform at a lower level, but subconsciously they will. If it's just day after day, they're doing the thing. There's no chase. There's no rush. Um, no little added benefit to go after. They're going to get bored. So I, in general, discourage a solely salary-based commission role. So anything that base plus commission or full commission is the way I recommend doing it. But just make sure, again, as an employer, as a, as a business owner, be involved, have some vested interest in your team's success, give them the resources they need and set those expectations right from day one. And that way, you're not going to risk making 
the big mistakes that most companies make when it comes to pitching the comp plan to a potential sales rep. Okay, guys, so that's it for today. That was episode number 122 of Sales Team Rescue. Again, I'm your host, Jeremy Demerchant. Uh, we'll see you next week. Remember, if you want to book a meeting with yours truly to see if you are indeed ready to grow your sales team, go to salesteamrescue.com, scroll down to the bottom, and book yourself some time on my calendar, and we'll see what we can do. If you want to catch this replay or previous replays of previous episodes, you'll find those at salesteamrescue.com as well. And at that same site, you will find the links to your favorite podcast platforms, whether it's um, Apple Podcasts, Google Pla- uh, Google Podcasts, TuneIn. What else we got? Amazon Music now. We are everywhere. We're taking over. Okay. Um, hit subscribe if you have not. Give me some love in the comments if you were watching this on YouTube. And do me a favor. Share this with somebody that's either a sales rep looking to improve what they're doing or someone who's running a sales team who could use a little support or maybe a CEO that's ready to move their business to the next level and they're tired of taking their own sales calls. Okay, guys, until next time, remember, get uncomfortable, get results. Cheers. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.